Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Now back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Friday, making our way to the weekend where Nebraska basketball, men's and women, play the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers. The women on Saturday, the men on Sunday. Yeah, the the, the women's game is, is going to be a little more, I think, in Nebraska's favor, right? Minnesota women's basketball uh, has, has kind of hit a rough spot these last couple of weeks. Um, losers, I believe, of seven of their last eight. Their last win against was was actually against Nebraska back in hey, last hey month. Back. So um, <laughs> that was that was one where it was similar to the to the men's where women had a, had a lead and and lost it on the road in the barn in Minneapolis. Now for the men guys, Minnesota has completely changed things around, and and actually former Husker assistant uh, Ben Johnson is the head coach for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, basketball team. So he's going to be making his return to Lincoln. Uh, he was on staff, I believe, under Doc Sadler um, yeah. years, years back. Uh, but nonetheless, Minnesota, don't forget the narrative that was around Minnesota guys back when Nebraska played them in December. We viewed them as a team that, hey, you know what? They're going to be a bottom feeder in the Big Ten. This is one that's, you know, if Nebraska loses it, and this is back in December, I'm talking. Back in December, if Nebraska loses, this is one that you're going to look back on in, in March and say, man, you'd really like to have that one back. Well, how about the Gophers here? They've completely flipped the narrative. The Gophers are a top six team in the Big Ten Conference right now, level with Nebraska in the standings. And they just had a nice win, a nice comfortable win over an Ohio State Buckeyes team that, yeah, this season is bad, but just came, came off of a victory against top three Purdue. So Minnesota is no longer this considered bottom feeder of the Big Ten. They have experienced guards. And then obviously Dawson Garcia down low. Um, this is this is one Nebraska has to win. This is, once again, I talked about resume killers. Mm-hmm. 
this might actually be a resume builder because this could still be considered a quad two victory. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. No, I, I, I'm with you there. Um, Nebraska, they've really got to lean into that, that, that home crowd again. They've been, you know, pretty much unbeatable there at Pinnacle Bank Arena. That, but they, they just got to remember, you've still got to show up and you still got to play. You just can't be like, well, it's a home game, so we got this one in the books. They, they're definitely going to have to show up because Minnesota, like I said, they're so much stronger than what everybody thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I think I think when you look at, at Minnesota also, right, Nebraska – here we we talk about okay when you're when Nebraska faces off against Penn State for example right or or when they're when they're going to talk or play against Michigan in a couple of weeks like for Nebraska to get more national respect because we're seeing it that Nebraska still according to ESPN's Joe Lenardi still I mean it's it's questionable if they make it in right now they're comfortable they're one of the last four buys but. It, it 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 is it is dicey and and if Nebraska like you said Raf margin for error is so slim yeah and so if you're if you're Nebraska this is one where you look ahead and say as you said Raf don't count your chickens before they hatch it's just because it's a home game you're not going to be able to roll over these guys but if Nebraska's able to win this one by more than 15 points you feel really really good about it and, and you took a, a situation that certainly could have ended badly and had bad results and turned it into a very, very convincing win. And once again, now in a couple of weeks when the com- committee you know, gathers around and selects 64 teams, they're going to say, hey, look, Nebraska was able to bounce back, get a revenge win. Um, you talk about home court advantage there. I understand that. That kind of thought plays into, plays into or go, comes into play. Um, but Nebraska has a chance here to once again get a convincing win they just have to do what they did against Indiana, and that was not turn over the basketball, and that was obviously shoot lights out. And 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 Nebraska doesn't have to necessarily shoot lights out, but lean on that defense a little bit too. Yeah, lean on defense, and being at home is going to be a big deal. You know, having that home field, home court advantage, and you know them both teams are going to come in competitive. They're only a game, you know, one game behind us. Yeah, you know, in terms of a Minnesota record, so just know you're going to get their best effort. And so then we give them our best effort. That's basically the mindset you got to go into that game because obviously you don't want to lose what you're talking about right now, the momentum going into the voting for the committee to get teams into the NCAA bracket, basically. Yeah. I got two questions for you. First off, Nick, you've been pretty good at this. Who steps up on Sunday for Nebraska? Man, um, it. I'd be interested to see how rank mass responds, right? And Nebraska's big men – have responded well when they've had poor performances the game before. I, you, Rink Mass did so before that Ohio State game where he stepped up. Um, I, I can't remember who Nebraska played prior to Ohio State where, where Rink struggled. Then there was a game where Rink just didn't have the volume of shots that he needed, right? And and I feel like Rink, um, and I, I've said it before and I'll say it again, he, he's one of Nebraska's more, more efficient players, more efficient guys that you kind of need him to get his volume of shots and, and more than five or more than eight. Like he, he's a guy that should probably be shooting double digit shots a game. And that's fine because once again, he's efficient, he's smooth with it down low. Um, and he's, but part of that's, he's got to stay out of foul trouble. We also, in terms of big men bouncing back, don't forget, remember on the road at Northwestern, Josiah Alec played, what was that? Like 20 some minutes 
and just didn't score or didn't record a single statistic. He mm. comes back, faces off against um, whoever it was at home that I, I'm, I'm blanking on the name, and Penn State. And he he plays a really, really strong game against the Nittany Lions, does Josiah, does Josiah Alec. And then he follows that up with, guess what, a uh, a really, really strong performance in rink mass absence on Wednesday against Indiana. So I feel like this is a game also where where rink mass could could have an efficient night. Um, I also think that we're getting down the down towards the 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 end of Casey Tominaga's career at PVA, and that man wants to show out. And yeah. um, he's also historically been really really strong in February, and games taking place on February twenty fifth. And then my second question for you and the listeners and the both of you <laughs> is: Fred Hoiberg, the Big Ten Coach of the Year? Oof, man. We haven't really that had that. We, we haven't had that conversation yet. Um, I I don't know. I, I think it it plays a factor. I'm trying to think of other potential coaches, coach of the year guys. Ben Johnson certainly in that conversation. I think. Um, I think it also plays out, or it matters how Nebraska finishes this this stretch. That's what I was about to say. I mean, between. How Nebraska finish this season, and then how other teams with first year, second year coaches at the helm. Yeah, um, Minnesota's coach, like you just mentioned, former Nebraska player there. Yeah. So those, I say, those are the the competitors for that reward, reward or award once the once the season ends. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like this is a Chris Collins year at Northwestern necessarily. If I mean, you can always give it to the team that's in first place. So I mean I guess Matt Painter's up there as well because uh, Purdue only has three losses on the year, um, and they just boat raced Rutgers last night. By the way, um, I also think that you could consider probably Brad Underwood. I would assume. I, I think you always look at those top teams. It doesn't feel like this is great guards year. Um, I think Fred Fred's firmly in the conversation, right? I, I also believe that yeah. if Nebraska were to win out and Nebraska sits there at twenty three and eight. I mean, you're talking about that's a seven-game improvement from last year. And from the year before, that's a 13-game improvement from 2021. And guess what? <laughs> Keep on going down the list. It's a 16-game improvement from three years ago. <laughs> so uh, it, it's – and this is something I said yesterday, guys, on on another, on another show. is like the trajectory of Nebraska's program feels sustainable – but also, you have something tangible to point to. And the, yeah. the things you can point to are the last three years, where it was seven wins for two, I guess, throughout Fred Hoiberg's career. Seven wins each of the first two years. Ten wins in year three. 16 and 16 record in year four. And here you are, you're at 19 and eight with four games remaining. In the regular season, just how just how he planned it. Yeah, progress. I suppose so. And, 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 and frankly, like <laughs> a little rough to start. Yeah, I think it's also something like to to consider. Give Fred a lot of credit for adapting and changing his identity mm -hmm. throughout his time here, yeah. because a lot of coaches can be stubborn. Also, give credit to Trev Alberts for the patience. I mean, because think about it, guys. When when you're a new athletic director. You want your guys. But you know, it's a process, though. There is a process, but he had 14 wins in his first two years. Yeah, but it's a process to where you got to 
introduce the co- the culture. Absolutely. First, that's the first stage because introducing your culture as a coach is basically introducing who you are. Yeah. And then after that, it's players buy in. Do they trust mm-hmm. you? Do they want to be in this uh, or a uh, program? You know, will guys transfer in or want to transfer out? You know, you know, guys coming in and going. So the, it's those those are the first two steps, and those mm-hmm. first two steps take three to four years at least. Yeah. I say three years at the least to where. If that program and the athletic director is serious, if they want to really give the kids opportunity of them having not only you know a program that has um, a foundation under it. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But coaching as well. So that's where you got to let that coach kind of yeah. grow, grow a little bit. Because if you don't, if you snatch them out at about two and a half, three and a half years, you're resetting. And then that's well, going to then put you back another and we already seen this. We we seen this in other places exactly. <laughs> in the athletic program. So. I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. What what I kind of was thinking about was in this day and age of college athletics. Yeah. It's it's win now. Yeah. Right. I get and, that. And it's so, always it's been always that way. It's just you got to give the coaches in the sport, whatever, no matter the sport, you just got to give them a certain amount of time mm-hmm. to really get. If you have a good coach, and you and you know that right away as an athletic director, you could sense that right away. Especially, I mean, when you're hunting and looking, you may not really see it because you're really just yeah. focused on finding somebody. But then once you get them in the building and you're seeing them every day, you, mm-hmm. you show up at practices, you kind of watch in the, in the bleachers and, you know, hear the, what the talk is like in the locker room, what the talk is like around campus when games start getting played. Then you see the result of the product you just brought on campus. And we and it took, you know, this amount of time. and But improvement every year. So that's yeah. where I say Trev was definitely seeing that two or three wins, two or three different wins mm-hmm. that they didn't have the previous year. And that's what you win. That's progress right there. Well, and part of it was in, in year three for Fred Hoiberg, they they ended the year. That was the year that they went 10 and I want to say 22. Um, they, they ended the year with wins at Penn State, at Ohio State, and at Wisconsin. Right. And that, Tough was, places. that was kind of the thing that we can point or look back on to kind of point to say, okay, when did the tide and the, and the identity kind of start to turn? They, they started leaning on defense a heck of a lot more in those in those three games to end the 2021 season. Then you back, you, you turn around, you bring in an experienced point guard in Sam Greasel. You, you also saw them start to recruit to a different, not body type necessarily, but just a different mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you saw them bring in guys like Jervé Green, Cam Mack, Matei Kavass, uh, and what their strengths were the first couple of years to now who the types of players that they're bringing in. Bryce Williams. Um, more importantly, who are they recruiting? A Nick Janowski, who's the number number two player out of the state of Wisconsin who held what? a Marquette offer. What? And, and, and so, you, I mean, <laughs> Nebraska was able to go into Wisconsin. I know, that's tough. And it's crazy to think about that, that Wisconsin – I actually saw social media was kind of in a stir because Nick Janowski's having such an incredible prep career up there, that or high school career up there, that Wisconsin never offered. Wow. 
and they let him just get out of there. It's it's I, a similar it's a similar narrative up there to Nebraska football allowing players to leave. I, Omaha. I've seen that from time to time, and obviously following football up yeah. there, Wisconsin does have a little repetition or reputation, excuse me, of letting players that should not leave their state. Yeah, because the high school or the coach or the athletic director from that high school didn't follow protocol. Wow. Which I didn't know was a protocol for high schools and athletic programs at a high school to contact the state university yeah. to say, hey, we we want you on a certain list. And I'm like, I heard that years ago from a high school coach that coached at a prominent high school in Wisconsin that wasn't far from my house. And I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> I'm like, so the, so the university is set, setting a kind of putting y'all on a list regardless of wow. I was like, interesting. So Wisconsin yeah. does have that little reputation of, oh, you got to come to us. You know, we're not going to, mm-hmm. even though you got that guy or girl, you know, whatever the sport is, y'all still got to come to us and we'll let you know if y'all will let you, that yeah. that recruit come in. I'm like, oh my goodness. I was like, interesting. And to my, you know, and to all the Badger fans that I know, I'll be like, um, I believe you still don't have a national title in anything. There you go. All right. And maybe something, but not football. I know that for a fact. I'm not going to comment on basketball, but I know pretty sure not basketball. Mm-hmm. So. To all the Badger fans out there, love you very much, but always, this is the real Big Red. Um, And Nebraska fans have seen how that's worked, you know, in the prior years where it was like, hey, maybe we should be looking a little bit more at the, you know, up in Omaha, you know, so I. Mm. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. So how about this? Uh, This was the write-up. Janowski, Nick Janowski. And this guy, this is going to be uh, Pewaukee. Wow. Wow. Pewaukee. Pewaukee, excuse me. Wow. That is. That is west of Milwaukee. So okay. it's, not, it's in between Milwaukee and Madison. Well, well, and, I mean, that's and Marquette's home base. up there. Marquette, that's home, Marquette that's literally, him. that's like, that's like Fremont. Okay. Fremont. That's, so like an hour away, right. hour and 15 minutes away. Exactly. So, oh, wow. so that's, that's, what, that's what's base. incredible. The, the, the lack of a Wisconsin offer is surprising, but also. A Marquette offer now still leaving the state. Marquette's a top five team, right? That the Marquette's big, big East, correct? Yeah. Big East, yeah, yeah. really, really talented. Oh, Very so, so talented. This is, what's his name? What's his name? Nick, I forgot. Nick Janowski. Janowski. No, the point, the point guard for Marquette. Oh, oh Tyler Kolek had 18 assists the other night for for Marquette against wow. DePaul. DePaul is three and 23. Okay. They are 0 and 15 in the conference. That's not good. Yeah, not good. DePaul. I, I could have had 18 assists then. Hold on. So I, I need to find that. I need to find <laughs> that statistic or the score from the other night, Raf. Hold on. Let me find it here. That means I could have um, went out there and had 18 assists because yeah. it was it was it was bad from the start. So me and Raf would have had double doubles. The final oh, score. Easy. The easy. final score was 105 to 71. Oh my goodness! But that's, at the at, at halftime, Marquette dropped 60 in the first half. That's a normal the, college game. Marquette, score. My, Marquette scored fifty. They were at half. They led fifty nine to twenty nine. Um, at one oh, at one man, point it was, at one point it was like thirty five to eight. Oh, yeah, that's rough. It was not good. That's rough. It was horrible. Um, and a no and a no look alley oop that was amazing. Oh yeah, he threw a no look alley oop from right in front of the logo. Oh man, and it was Mar- Marquette's a fun team. Marquette is yeah. is a lot of fun I mean, they to do watch. Good, really good job recruiting. Shock is really cool. I remember when uh, Dwayne Wade was there? Yeah, you know, I was just wrapping up my career, and it's like what? Actually, no, it was at the you know, I say mid career. Yeah, I was more than ten years in, and I was like, wow, they got a good. It's just interesting because downtown Milwaukee, there's not a, you know, especially in the winter, it's it's dead in the water because it's cold there but in the summer it picks up but 
to have the recruits come to that. It's a small little town. It's like a smaller Chicago, way smaller Chicago yeah. type of feeling, yeah. type of look, if you've ever been there. So Wait, so is um, Fremont might be closer than an hour and 15. Fremont might be closer. Yeah, it's like an hour, 40, 45 but minutes. But is about the same distance yeah, exactly. from Madison. It's that, like right yeah, in as between. Lincoln is from Fremont. Exactly. Gotcha. And I'm like, that's, so that kid was yeah. right there. And they didn't do anything about it. Well, here's, and, and that's, like I said, that – that is kind of their mo in certain sports, and obviously they're bigger sports like football and basketball. So let me. So Nebraska, obviously, uh, Nick Janowski is going to be here next year for uh, for amazing. Nebraska basketball. But how about this? So this is the write up that Huskers the the Huskers uh, website when they announced Nick Janowski signed with the Huskers. Right. Here's what they said verbatim: Janowski, a six foot three point guard, uh, is from Pewaukee. Mm -hmm. uh, high school, a four-star recruit. He's ranked among the nation's top 100 players by 24-7 sports on 3.com and Rivals. He began his senior year. Now, obviously, this is a little outdated. He's averaging this season 35.3 points per game. Um, so how, how, he Baller. begins his senior year with 1,374 points and has helped the school win three consecutive Division II state championships. As a junior... As a junior, he earned first-team All-State honors, averaging 24.5 points, five assists, seven rebounds, and two steals per game. For his career, Janowski averaged 16.5 points um, while shooting 63% from the field and 48% from three-point range mm. in his career. He has helped lead Pewaukee to a 71-9 and record over the last three seasons. Um, he selected Nebraska over a host of schools, including Marquette, Iowa State, and USC. Mm. So there you Could go. Been out there with Bronny. There you yeah. go. Which a hey, <laughs> Bronny's struggling a little bit. Five yeah, five points a, a game. He's a freshman. He There's a lot of open heart surgery, right? He did. He you did. Know, so he's going. He's got to get back there. He's going to get there. Yeah. But yeah, it's just interesting to see and hear that, knowing what I know now, what I learned from football. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, literally, he's right down the street where you don't let the rule in high school recruiting as a college coach, no matter the sport. Okay. You said D two. So yeah, he's not a D one high at a D one high school, which the D one high school is obviously a little bit more competitive, but still I remember coach Osborne, coach Solich, coach Jennifer, all the coaches that I, that were on the staff, those coaches grabbed the best at every level here in Nebraska, mm -hmm. you know, Class A best players, Class B best players, C, D, all the way down to D1, D2, D8. Yep. We had the best players at every level, so it doesn't mess. So that's why I'm like, mm, well, yeah. you know what? And, Their loss, our game. And our, after, our game. so after reading a little bit more, it appears, so Wisconsin offered him back in 2022. Okay. And must have backed off. Must have. Be because, because there's things you read, and, and Wisconsin was not a, a true thought. Hmm. So something something maybe happened. I, I don't know. But nonetheless, maybe some Nick Nebraska, Janowski's a hug, Husker baby. Right. Maybe he has some Nebraska ties. There you go. Be a little big. Yeah, there you go. little red up there somewhere. Might be. We got Almond working undercover. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Almond was they doing could work. send me in. I could go. I'm not going to hide either. Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, this is why I'm here. I'm trying to snatch <laughs> talent back to Nebraska. There you go. Okay. <laughs> How about that? Great guards coming to Nebraska before, and uh, he's, he's taking one of Bellevue West's own. So there you go. Yeah, and, they got to return the favor. Out, yeah, payback. Yep, there it you is. go. A little bit of revenge here. There it is. So, all right, gentlemen, we got history when we return. All right, well, thought break just to drive. Manage 3.7 the ticket.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.